When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're going to talk to Richard Fenwick to get the exact feel on the ground in, in just a second. But before then, I tell you what, it's kind of eerily similar conditions. Although I'm looking out the window, it is bright at the moment, but it's cold here in Christchurch. Tim Mills is, of course, at Rickerton. Tim, it's just been a, an ugly old week on the weather front, hasn't it, mate? Oh, my word. And uh, yes, let alone the cold, as you quite rightly say, uh, Louis, it's... Um it's got a real July-August feel about it. And, um, sort of been uh, reliably informed by a couple of people the snow flurries in Dunedin, uh, Hanma, and uh, Timaru even, I said, I've uh, been told. So uh, hopefully um, that's as far as it gets. But it's uh, at least the rain has stopped. We had torrential rain overnight. I woke up about 4 o'clock and went outside, and uh, it was just pelting down. We ended up with about uh, 9 millimetres of rain probably from about half past three till about um, five o'clock or thereabouts. And uh, that just uh, unfortunately just cemented a uh, very wet winter type of track for a good spring meeting, unfortunately. Uh, good morning, Tim. Um, how often do you wake up at four o'clock in the morning and just randomly go outside? Is this something you do a lot or is it mainly just on race day? I've probably been doing it the night before race days for 35 years, Nick. Uh, <laughs> that people think I'm demented doing that, but uh, um, you just can't help it once you sort of hear that weather turn. And um, you know what people perhaps don't realise, we love our race meetings, is that's what we're our whole purpose of being. You don't want them being rain affected. You don't want them being adversely weather affected. And uh, yeah, just, uh, I suppose, instinct. You wake up when you hear that in the night, you go out and check, and then you go back to bed person and swearing and don't sleep. So there you go. Tim, um, I think the big races today have held up really well, but some of the early races completely gutted by scratchings, which is always going to happen when you come up with a heavy 10 at the start of spring, isn't it? Because people don't want to chance a heavy 10 because they've got you know good meetings coming up in the next month. And of course, some of these horses are guineas bound. So I can see why it's happened, but it's still gutting for some of those early races. Yeah, look, to be fair though, Mick, we've ended up with 119 runners and that's an average field size of just under 12 when the national average is just over 10. So the race that really got affected uh, was the third, uh, sorry, was the, the second race to a degree with the, that was the consolation race. So when there were scratchings in the uh, the $40,000 rating 65 uh, seven furlong race, those ones had to move up into that. You know, we're pleasantly surprised all the two-year-olds are starting, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Mark Hurden uh, line up his first thoroughbred. He's been super to deal with Mark uh, in the little bit we've had to do with him since taking out his trainer's licence. So, look, I'm really, really hoping that goes well for him. And it's just, we lost, um, you know, the good filly out of the three-year-old race, but that's understandable. They'll be looking uh, with Alyssa Green for bigger prizes. So, look, I'm probably reasonably happy there's only 15 effective scratchings. Yep, fair enough, Tim. Hey, just one question before we let you, you crack on. As I was driving to work, I was trying to work out what this wind was going to do and mean, and I was trying to work out, I was looking at my compass, and I was looking at the way, looking at the map, trying to figure out, obviously, you, you'll just be able to do this off, off the back of your hand. It's a gusting sou'wester, so does that mean turning for home you really want cover? Well, I would say, yeah, you'd probably be blowing into their faces when they swing for home and uh, bit round the yeah. corners, I suspect. 
from about the 1100 to probably the 400, you'd like to be tucked in behind something, I would suspect, uh, looking where that wind's coming from now. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense to me, and I think it will matter today because it was 43 kilometres an hour, and that, look, I know horses are big, and I know they're powerful, but no one wants to be running into that, not even a massive, fast horse. Tim, appreciate it, mate. We'll uh, catch up as we uh, progress through towards the carnival. Good on you, gents. Cheers. Yeah, Tim Mills, it's fascinating, Mick. That wind, I mean, it's it can make or break it. it all of a sudden, you don't want to be sitting outside the leader when you've got 43 kilometres an hour coming at you. I think it's worse a lot of times for horses because when they're running into it, then more or less everybody's running into it to a degree. What's worse is when it comes side on and buffers them, and you 100%. don't want to be you don't want to be three wide. It's just annoying. Is anybody who knows who goes for a run going for a run in the wind just sucks. So mm. yeah, it, it, I think it's worse when you're three wide and buffering because. A horse can only cover up a horse so much when you're in front of them. Now, you're still going to cop some wind. But when you're side on, you take the full force of it because that's where most of the mass and surface area of the horse is. So you're three wide copping a buffering from the side and the wind. Often the jockeys will tell you that's when the horse gets the most annoyed and is most likely to lose its stride pattern or lose its breathing. So I find wind is something which is incredibly hard to work out on racetracks, but Going back to the start of today's show, I think today's track is incredibly hard to work out. Richard Fenwick will know more. Um, Hyphen, I think he's on the line. Good morning to you, Richard. Morning, morning. Yeah, geez, I hope I can help you out. Well, look, you've come up a slow seven. Now, I want you to to use your crystal ball here as much as you can for the first hour and a half before the first race, but more importantly for G1 punters before the the race at four o'clock. What's likely yep. to happen today? You live locally, you live 12 kilometres from the track. Do you think it's going to rain today and do you think there'll be enough rain to downgrade us to a, a heavy? And I realise there's a fair bit of crystal ball gazing involved in that question. Yep. So I'm just standing here looking at it now. So it's 10 to the south, um, strong winds, um, very cold. Um, currently it's running up the, the eastern hills, um, which is a good sign. Um, if it turns around to the southwest which it is supposed to do. Um, we'll get very cold winds and very little rain. Look, we get out of today with, with only a couple of mils, I'll be happy. Um, but as it's looking at the moment, we've had, we had half an hour of very light drizzle first thing this morning, which wouldn't have affected at all with the wind now. Um, yeah, I'm, I, we still really have no significant rain to talk of. Um, and if it keeps going the way that it is up, up the hills, I'll be a happy man. Richard, it's you've just got it out the the three meters, and I assume it's um it was all on track to be lovely, perfect uh, running track for them, and it was all going to play fair. Do, do you suspect that they will, even if it stays a seven, and we get best case scenario, they still will will come out to the middle of the track to try to find some better ground as the day progresses? Yeah, look, I mean, invariably at Hastings, you'll find they'll stick to the rail as much as they can, um, but w- when you're on sort of seven, eight, even worse ground. Um, that ground gets cut up, and they start looking. They'll start looking for for better ground um, initially. Sort of, I would be picking today around race four, something like that, race five. Yeah. Um, but they'll be just coming outside the marks around the bend. I would have thought. Um, it depends. You know, um, I've seen them on on very wet days just stick to the rails here. So, but at least the fields earlier on aren't overly overly big. So we haven't got you know three or four sixteen horse fields making a, a great mess. Um, to start with, so that's a bonus for us at the start of the day. Mm. It's good information, mate. It's really important stuff. Um, look, hopefully we might... 
you know what? I know you'll be flat out, but we might even try to give you a call at some stage before the group one, just to just to, even if we can just get a minute's worth of analysis on how it's playing, because it's really crucial for punters, as you know, mate. So really appreciate your time as always. No, good as Golden. I'll come out on track and have a look for you, and um, and we'll go from there and yeah. make a call on it then. Outstanding. There you go. That's good service, Mick. Richard Fenwick, beautiful.